It is Valentine's Day in San Francisco, but we're also celebrating something so significant, something that changed this country for the better. We're celebrating the advocacy of so many of those same-sex couples who showed up to San Francisco year after year after year, asking for the right to do what anyone else deserves the right to do, and that is marry the person they love. But one year was different. In 2004, when our current governor and former mayor, Gavin Newsom, first came into office, he took the bold and courageous step to say, this is what we're going to do in San Francisco. We are going to issue marriage license to same-sex couples in our city. And Dennis Herrera, who was at the time our city attorney, you're going to defend the city when the time comes for the lawsuits that inevitably came after this city that, in fact, have led to marriage equality for all of us to enjoy throughout this country. The fight started in San Francisco. And we have so many people who are joining us here today, including couples that were married at the time and are getting married again. We have folks who are maybe marrying for the first time. City Hall is the place to be every Valentine's Day. And in 2004, during the time when we opened the doors on February 12th that year, the person who was the county clerk issuing all of those marriage licenses almost 5,000 marriage license was no other than Nancy Alfaro, and thank you so much for being here. Where'd she go? Nancy! Thought I saw her over there. She's now in charge of the 311 Center, but she's still doing great work for the city. And we have a star-studded lineup here today. You'll hear from some of our speakers, but I want to recognize two of our LGBTQ supervisors, Matt Dorsey and Raphael Mandelman, and an amazing ally on the Board of Supervisors, Myrna Melgar. We have our city administrator, Carmen Chu, the person who led us throughout the COVID pandemic was no other than Dr. Grant Colfax. Our first LGBTQ chief of the San Francisco Fire Department, Janine Nicholson. And when everyone around this country attacked drag queens, I mean, who doesn't love a drag queen? San Francisco said, you know what? We're going to create the first drag laureate anywhere in the world. Thank you, Darcy Drollinger. And she will be marrying some lucky couples today. I also want to welcome here Joaquin Torres, our assessor, and Jeff Tuslin, who is in charge of MTA. And over there, being all quiet, Carol Eisen, who's our HR director. And thank you to the couple we have joining us here today, Jeannie and Polly, 
were denied, were denied the ability to get their marriage licenses at their marriage license after we were told by the courts we had to stop in San Francisco. We went from the 1960s summer of love to the 2000s winter of love. And now, as we celebrate Pride this year, the theme for Pride is Beacon of Love. Every, and Suzanne Ford, the executive director for Pride, is here today getting married again. What is the common thread with all of those things? What is the common thread that has led us here today? It centers around love. It centers around bringing people together in the spirit of love and recognizing that that is the uniter. Love can bring us together. And it's not just a song. It really is true. And so when we think about the challenges that this community still faces, what I am most proud of is what San Francisco continues to do to lead the way. People may want to talk about us and write us off, but we know what we stand for. We tell them all the time, write San Francisco off all you want, but you better write in pencil. Because right now, through the boom and the bust and the boom again, we're starting to see hope. We're starting to see excitement. We are so proud that, as I said, we have one of the first drag laureates anywhere in the world. We are proud that this office, in the face of attacks, not only in our transgender community, but against our transgender kids, we stood up the first office of transgender initiatives in San Francisco. In the face of challenges, in the face of hopelessness and despair, especially with other states around this country, we answer the call with love. We answer the call with making changes to our policies. We answer the call with celebrations like today, the 20th anniversary of marriage equality. We answer the call. And today, as we marry some amazing couples, we have couples who are returning here, which were some of the first to marry in San Francisco City Hall, including John Lewis. Everybody's looking for the John Lewis. That's his twin brother. And Stuart Gaffney, one of the first couples to get married during that time, along with so many others. We are grateful that they helped to lead the way because there are other people who fought for that day in 2004 that were not here to witness the moment. And now so many of you are here to carry the torch to make sure that we continue to recognize this significant milestone, but more importantly, that we continue to be the beacon of hope as a city for the LGBTQ community in the policies that we change, in the investments that we make, and in how we celebrate events like we're doing today. So we're so honored and happy to have each and every one of you here joining us for Marriage Equality in San Francisco. And at this time, I'd like to introduce, before we start marrying people, anybody want to marry me? Anybody? Anybody? Please, anybody. Don't tell my boyfriend I said that.
today to kick off this celebration and to talk about the amazing work he and his office did to take that case all the way to the Supreme Court. He is now the current general manager for the Public Utilities Commission in San Francisco. But at the time, he was our fearless city attorney for San Francisco. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dennis Herrera. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Sorry. That's okay. A little bit like old home week. We see uh, a lot of uh, old and dear friends and a lot of people uh, in new roles. We see uh, my right hand chief deputy at the time, Justice Terry Stewart from the Court of Appeal here. And we even have a former representative of the office, Matt Dorsey, as a member of the Board of Supervisors. And Matt and I were joking a little bit about all the hard work and humor that we had during the 10-year battle that we fought for marriage equality. But it is one thing is very evident here today. Irrespective of new faces or old and dear friends, San Francisco knows how to celebrate yes. and celebrate love and Valentine's Day. Just look at our mayor. I don't think she could be any more decked out. And this is a terrific reminder of the battle that we fought 20 years ago. And to see so many couples here opposite-sex couples marrying same-sex couples. It's what San Francisco is all about. Fighting for love, fighting for civil liberties and civil rights. We have always been at the forefront of fighting the battle. And while we're here to celebrate, we can't uh, lose sight of, what, of one thing. It's been 20 years, made tremendous progress. But progress is not always uninterrupted. And I certainly uh, would have thought that we'd, beyond, we'd be beyond now, 20 years hence, fighting a battle that seems like it never ends. And we look at what is happening around the country, what is happening internationally about those that want to turn back the clock. And that is something that we can never do. And why, why San Francisco has to be the conscience of the nation and for every elected official and leader in this, country, in this country to make sure that we remind folks that the battle does not end and we have to be at the forefront of making sure that progress continues to be maintained for civil rights equality for LGBTQ uh, folks. Because it is unfortunately there are a lot of people that want to turn back the clock. So we are here to celebrate to per, but also to remind all of us and to remind the generation that comes behind us of what we all need to do to stay vigilant. And I want to say the best way to stay vigilant and to remind folks is to focus on the couples. Not just the legal battles. The legal battles were the legal battles, but we fought legal battles for a reason. And that was to give people opportunity and to let them celebrate their love. And I can tell you that 20 years ago, the best part of what we did was not what we did in the courtroom. It was changing the hearts and minds of people and living a shared experience, walking around City Hall and talking to couples that came from everywhere around the country to hear what we were doing, what it meant for them and their families and their couples. And that is what we should always remember and celebrate because that is what 
we were fighting for. And there were ups and downs in that battle. Remember, we had a month of happiness, a great month of happiness, and then it abruptly closed. But that didn't mean that folks didn't continue to fight. And that's why I'm so happy to be introducing uh, the next speaker, who lived the ups and downs of the battle probably better than anybody, and that's Jeannie Rizzo and Polly Cooper. Some of you may know their story. They were, uh, unfortunately, the first couple denied a marriage license here in California because they couldn't get an appointment to get married until March the 11th. Now, I asked them earlier, why did you wait that long? They said that was the, they were flying back on the plane and it was the first appointment that they could get. And they had 50 folks here to attend their wedding and they were abruptly denied a license at, uh, at the clerk's office. But what some of you may not know is they got word before they wa actually walked up to the desk that the court had come out with this decision. And made, they made the courageous decision to say, we want to actually be denied. So they walked up to the, uh, to the clerk's desk and were denied. That was gut-wrenching. But it didn't uh, threaten their resolve. Because the next day, along with us, they stood by us and were some of the first plaintiffs to make sure that we were going to fight the constitutional battle to make sure that we brought marriage equality to the state of California. So it is great to have Jeannie and Polly here. We fought that battle for folks like them. We fought alongside them, and they were our tireless partner for the entirety of our legal battle, and they represented uh, a great many others that continued that battle as well. And they've been together for 35 years, and there's no better couple that can talk about the ups and downs and the, and the, and the importance of a continuing battle that we all need to fight, and that's Jeannie and Polly. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Um, what happened here in San Francisco 20 years ago was truly transformational. It took a lot of very courageous, bold people and allies to stand up. On March 11th, when we were turned down, it was devastating, but immediately these courageous, brilliant people stepped in. When I first heard our case argued at the Superior Court, Terry Stewart, who's here, Dennis, NCLR, Lambda Legal, ACLU, I was so proud to be part of this. I was so proud of the story that they wove of civil rights, marriage rights, discrimination. They made it so easy for the judge to hear our case that we were on the right side of history. And indeed, we prevailed. You know, if you're lucky enough in life to find a person that loves you, that you love, that makes you laugh, that you spend 35 years with the highs and lows, raising a kid, little league games, parents getting sick and dying. We're the lucky ones. We want to make that easier for people to protect your families. And you know, now today being legal and married, as we get older, I have a sense of security that we'll be able to look out for each other. And I'm so grateful to our legal team for hanging in there and making that possible for us. So thank you. She does make me laugh every single day. I couldn't be more blessed than to be with this amazing woman. And on March 11th, and I know we, it's, it was a very traumatic day. We had 50 friends and family. 
everybody came to City Hall, and as Dennis mentioned, we were we had gotten our paperwork, and we saw all these cameras coming into City Hall, and we thought somebody famous must be getting married. And then somebody yelled, they're shutting it down. At the time, I was 58. Do the math. Um, and we went running down, literally running down the corridor to the clerk's office. Maybe we could beat it. Maybe, maybe that wasn't true. And when we watched couples standing there and turning away, we channeled a really dear friend of ours, uh, Bernice Regan from Sweet Honey and the Rock. She's a civil rights leader who taught me everything about social justice and activism. And she would always say, when your name is on the moment, you have a choice. You stand in or you walk away. And I, we held that. And my son, who at the time was 24, that we've been raising already for 15 years, came up and put his arms around us. And we said, we have to stand and be denied. And being denied was very emotional. If any of you watch Pursuit of Equality, the film, you'll see the sobbing. It was incredibly emotional to be turned down at that counter. And then to go have a press conference with the then Mayor Newsom, and then to go back to the house. And I just want to say what it was like to have a wedding cake in the corner that nobody wanted to cut, to have presents that people didn't know. Should they bring them in or leave them in the car? What should they do? How do they celebrate us? I mean, at the end of the night, we saw a stack over in the corner. People really didn't know how they should embrace this moment. Then we had an answering machine. Remember those? And there were messages from ACLU and Lambda and NCLR and asking us to be plaintiffs. So as a family, the three of us had to make a decision. Were we willing to do that? And what would it mean? And Kate Kendall said, it means 10 years, the rest of your life is going to be hard, public, and difficult. And we said, OK. And our son said, Mom, we were the ones denied. We have to show up. And as a grown man now in clinical psychology, he understands the wound. He understands the healing. And so we have healed because of all of you. So I want to thank Dennis, Matt, the mayor, you, new mayor, talking to us, bringing a celebration for us. Thank you. And it's just a privilege to be, have been a plaintiff and to represent. So thank you all for allowing us and supporting us during our representation. And Matt, Matt Dorsey was one of the first guys that came up and gave, gave us a big hug and said, you're going to be OK. We're going to hold your hand this entire time. And Matt, you and I held hands for about four years. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you Jeannie and Polly. It, it is, um, it's hard to believe that it's been 20 years. Um, this uh, event that we are celebrating marked something that for me was one of the most moving and personally meaningful endeavors I have ever taken part in in my career. Um, as one of the two queer executive staff members in the city attorney's office, along with uh, now Justice Terry Stewart, um, we were watching something unfold that would deliver marriage equality rights that we never thought we would see in our lifetime. I've only half-kiddingly said that if 
Had I known that this would be on the table in my lifetime, I might have been a better boyfriend earlier in, in my life. Uh, um, I want to express my gratitude to my colleagues, including Myrna and Raphael, who are here, but and Dean Preston. All we had unanimous co-sponsorship on a resolution celebrating the winter of love, and I want to also express gratitude to now Governor and then Mayor Gavin Newsom. There are things that hindsight doesn't make clear, but in February of 2004, a newly a relatively new mayor, well, I think he'd only been in office a month or two, made a decision to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples that was, well, can I, is it violating privilege to say legally tenuous, <laughs> but worth a fight. But politically, there was no guarantee at that moment that this was going to turn out well for him or for his career. He did something brave and bold and thank God he is the governor of California, and thank you for the bold leadership that you continue to bring, Governor Newsom and then Mayor Newsom. Um, similarly, I, I, it has been the honor of my career, obviously, to serve in District 6 as a supervisor, but before that, to work in the San Francisco City Attorney's Office for 14 years under the leadership of City Attorney Dennis Herrera, and also with Terry Stewart. Um, the work that that law office did was extraordinary. When San Francisco didn't just defend Gavin Newsom, it actually made it an effort to sue the state of California. It was a pivotal moment in history. It was the first time that any government had sued a state to strike down discriminatory marriage laws. And it changed the course of the debate. There was a moment in this where a federal judge, Vaughn Walker, said, I want a trial on the facts of the case. Let's have a, I want to see what the facts are. That was the trial that we had always been trying to get. And we as a city and a city attorney's office put discrimination on trial. And we got Prop 8 and, and the marriage, discriminatory marriage laws struck down. And there is an unsung hero in that. It, Part of why it changed the debate was because it was the first time there had been a government voicing a societal interest in why we, ha we all have a, a common interest in ending marriage discrimination. And we turned to San Francisco's chief economist, Ted Egan, and said, how much does it cost the city and county of San Francisco, California, to deal with your discrimination and your discriminatory laws? We had pleadings that we submitted to the court. No court had ever seen this kind of stuff the arguments that we were making. It changed the terms of the debate. It changed the case. It changed conversations around dinner tables across this country, and it changed history. Um, so th thanks to all of you who, put, who took part in that. Um, I think there is also an enduring lesson. I know that the, the couples were such a part of this, and that was something that always moved me to, uh, to tears often, and I'm hopefully I'm going to make it through today without them. But if there is an enduring lesson for all of us in San Francisco at City Hall. We always have, we, don't, we have disagreements and that's to be expected. This is a democracy and we should, we should disagree. But let's never forget that when we unite on something, we can change the world. So it is um, an honor for me, as I mentioned, to be serving on the Board of Supervisors now. I never thought I would, uh, I never thought I would want this job, let alone have it, but it is really, 
an honor to be here, and one of the joys of being here is that I get to serve alongside one of my uh, oldest and closest and dearest friends, somebody who I also consider a mentor, and I only resent him a little bit because I'm saying that about somebody who's younger than I am, and that's my colleague and friend, Raphael Mandelman. Valentine's Day. Um, Madam Mayor, you've made some very good appointments in your time, um, and uh, Matt Dorsey, uh, you knocked it out of the park. Um, although I do still resent not being the only gay on the Board of Supervisors. Anyway, um, who knew that our chief economist was such a, you know, I mean, he, I knew he was talented and amazing and so grateful to have him here, but I did not know about the role that he'd played in this story. So. San Franciscans, we think pretty highly of ourselves. This building, this is a city hall, people. But clearly, 100 years ago, people thought that we were going to be doing big and important things, and we needed a building that would reflect that. And sometimes, I will tell you, as someone who, is, who finds myself on the pragmatic wing of San Francisco politics, I'm a little annoyed by that impulse. I'm like, can we focus on making the city work? Do we have to always be changing the world? But sometimes San Francisco earns its bragging rights. And 20 years ago, many of you, former city attorney, now general manager Herrera, for, former, uh, former mayor, now, now Governor Newsom, all of the amazing lawyers in our city attorney's office led by Dennis and by Justice Stewart, the couples that have been talked about, but that like subjected themselves. I mean, you all had to be perfect, right? Because you were going to be talked about and focused on it. If any of you got divorced, that was going to be a big deal. And, and some of you had been out there for, you know, John and Stewart, like Molly McKay, I don't think is here, but like all these, these activists who just made this their cause and worked for it, not for a year or two, but for like, decades. Um, and, and the broader San Francisco and California uh, folks who engaged, who got, got arrested on, as I did on a number of times, but who protested, like ever, as, as Matt was saying, this is, this is a city that likes to fight about a lot. We find a lot to argue about. Um, but we agree about more than we disagree. And when we work, unite and work together to advance the, the vision that we share for a more just and more equal America, like San Francisco actually can help deliver that. And here we really, really did. So as, as Dennis said, it was, not, it was, a, it was a winding road. Um, and the, the moral the arc of the moral universe is long indeed and never seems to quite stop bending, but San Francisco helped bend it toward justice and in all the fights ahead, we will continue to do that even as we take care of the potholes. Um, I, I, one of my, uh, I mean, you're, I, there's so many of my favorite people in city government here, but the person who I'm going to introduce um, is, is our amazing city administrator, Carmen Chu. Um, who were you on the board at the time all this was going down? Not quite yet, not quite yet. But but was working for Gavin. So you were one of the people who was who, who were in this building, who's gone on in the budget office, who's gone on to do um, amazing, great, wonderful things, and who does work 
every day to make this city work better. And I am so grateful to you. And I think you're in charge of the marriage licenses at some level that get given out. And so, Carmen Chu. Thank you so much, Supervisor Mendelman, for your kind words. I want to thank the mayor for bringing all of us together, for celebrating and uplifting this important occasion. I want to thank, of course, all of the leaders who are here to help make it happen, Dennis Herrera, so many others who were part of this. I, I just want to uplift again the stories that Jean and Polly have shared, because when we think about why this day is so important, what it boils down to is that this matters to people's lives. I remember when I was the assessor recorder in 2008, when marriage, marriages were allowed to, same-sex marriages were allowed to resume. We had the news come down on a Friday afternoon, and we made the decision as a city to keep our doors open over the weekend to make sure that people didn't have to wait a minute longer to get married. And people say, well, why was that important? Why couldn't people get married on Monday when you opened up on normal hours? Why do this extra thing? And the reason is because people waited just too long. I remember having a conversation with one couple who was getting married, who had drove, driven all the way to San Francisco in order to get married over the weekend. And they came because on Monday, one of the individuals was going to be shipped off for military service. So when you think about the impact that our decisions make, it makes a world of difference in the lives that people have, in the security that people feel, and in the love that they've created. So I'm really pleased to be here. I really wanted to make sure to use a little bit of my time just to recognize some of the bureaucrats who make these things happen and to really just acknowledge the great work of individuals. Of course, I want to thank Diane Ray and her team, who's our county clerk right now. There are 200 couples who are going to be married today to celebrate their loves. And I want to thank her team for their amazing commitment to continuing to celebrate that and make this day an extra special one. I want to thank Nancy Alfaro, who stood up a little bit earlier. I think as, as the mayor mentioned, Nancy serves as our director of 311, but under her leadership, the city officiated 4,000 marriages from February 2004 through, through March. Big hands to Nancy. Thank you so much for your courage. And of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention and acknowledge Mabel Tang, who was the assessor recorder during the Winter of Love. Mabel was instrumental in reworking our marriage licenses, and it was she who married our very first same-sex marriage couple, Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon. So I think the history of San Francisco, the history of courage and fighting for what is right, will always be just. And despite the battles that we have, please know that your city stands committed to continuing to fight alongside you. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. And of course, it is my honor to introduce a wonderful colleague of mine who worked with me on all sorts of property tax system issues. <laughs> and a very, very strong advocate, of course, our treasurer, Jose Cisneros. Hello, everyone. I'm Jose Cisneros, San Francisco treasurer. I'm proud to be here with all of you. 
not only as an openly gay Latino elected official, the longest serving elected official in office today in San Francisco, but also here to be proud of the fact that uh, my husband and I have been together for 33 years and we were married right here in this building 10 years ago. But I particularly want to tell you about that day, those days, 20 years ago, because I was here then too. I was not the treasurer, I was a city employee, and I was one of the many dozens of city employees that got the word of what was going on, what the, our great leaders at the time had decided to do. And on that first weekend, I, among and many others, came down to this building, got sworn in, and were able to, we stood by all day, to perform wedding ceremonies. And I just want to tell you what that was like. Each of us that were, that were officiating ceremonies, we were paired with another city employee who stood by as a witness. Because legally speaking, a couple cannot get married and have that marriage completed without a witness to that wedding. So we, the city, provided the, not only the officiants, but the witnesses. And my good, still good friend, Ami Albertson at the time and I, uh, came here at the beginning of one day, I got sworn in, and we performed that day 30 wedding ceremonies in one day. But I want to I tell you what it was like. You've all been to this building, I'm sure, if not once, many times, and you've seen lots of things happen here. You've never seen this building look like, like it looked like that on that day. You've seen the pictures, you've seen the videos. Hundreds, maybe thousands of couples inside and mostly outside waiting in line to have their ceremony done. Let me tell you how the process worked. Of course, they went to the uh, clerks and recorder's office. They got, their, uh, their, got all their paperwork done. That took some time. When they were all ready to have their wedding performed, all their paperwork was in order. They came downstairs. They stood, stood right by one of the light poles. And all of us performing ceremonies, dozens and dozens of ceremonies. I mean, seriously, you couldn't look anywhere in this building and not see a wedding ceremony going on. Me and I would go to the top of the grand staircase, and once we finished a ceremony, we'd wave and ask for the next couple to be sent up, and they would, isn't it sweet, walk up the grand staircase to join us, and we'd say, let's go find a place where we can marry you. And we did that 30 times that day. The ceremony, I probably, I remember many of them, Many couples, many couples, I'll never forget these two women that said, we've been together 35 years. We never imagined this would happen in our lifetime. And how moving is that? I remember another couple that had flown here from North Carolina because those weddings had been going on for a day or two before we were doing them. They were here from North Carolina. And during the whole ceremony, they were holding a cell phone that unbeknownst to Ami and me, we didn't know, but was all their friends back in North Carolina listening to us perform their wedding ceremony. Did you even remember there were cell phones 20 years ago? But at the end of the ceremony, that cell phone burst out into screams and, and, and yells and, and, and excitement because these, this couple had just gotten married. I will forever cherish the opportunity to be part of that weekend and to be part of San Francisco but I think, as the mayor and everyone have said, all of this is about the couples. It's all about all of you who stood up, who were proud, who were brave, and who were present, and continue to be every day, now and forever. Thanks very much.
Thank you, Jose. And I, I must say, especially in hearing a lot of the stories and the history and the experiences that so many of the speakers talked about today, it just makes me so proud of this city. It makes me so proud of what we did to make this happen and how it has transformed lives of people across the country and the world. So when, and as I said earlier, when others are trying to write a narrative about this city, it is up to each and every one of us to tell the real story of San Francisco, that this place has always been and will continue to be a beacon of hope, of love, of prosperity, of opportunity. And that's thanks to especially courageous leaders back then in 2004, and even now with many of the people that you see here today, our commitment has never been stronger than it is now for the things that we need to continue to do to support and uplift our LGBTQ community in this city to set an example for the rest of the country to follow. Thank you all so much. Happy Valentine's Day, and let's get married!
Now, bear with me. This is my first renewal. I'm really excited and nervous. <laughs> okay. I've been married a bunch of times. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, John and Stuart, it is a pleasure to share today's wonderful occasion with you. Many people believe that entering into marriage is the final step in a romantic relationship. A couple meets, they get to know each other, they fall in love, they decide that they want to spend their lives together, and then they take the final step. But marriage is hardly the final step in a couple's relationship. Rather, it is the beginning of a grand adventure. You have shared the joys, blessings, the challenges of married life. Today, you want to reconfirm your commitment to working together and ensuring that your marriage blossoms for years to come. May this renewal of vows remind you that despite life's challenges, your love, respect, trust, and understanding of each other will continue to grow and heighten your joy in living. The couple has decided to cite their own vows. So at this time, I'm gonna turn it over to John first, and then we'll go from there. Thank you, Mayor Breed, and uh, thank you for ev to everybody for being here. It's wonderful to come back to City Hall where we married 20 years ago, thinking we were coming to a rally put on by Marriage Equality USA for the right to marry and it turned out to be a transformative day in our life, our wedding day. So I'm so pleased to see other friends here today from Marriage Equality USA who have fought for years for this to be a reality. And now we will renew our personal vows. So Stuart, we met at a house party 37 years ago. <laughs> The host introduced us, and then we shook hands right over the fruit bowl. And we talked for hours. And it was before cell phones, and it was before dating apps. So we had to memorize each other's phone numbers and call each other as soon as we got home to make sure we could see each other again. John, a week after I first met you, a friend visiting from out of town asked if I'd met anybody new. And I remember what I said to him like it was yesterday. I said, I think I've met my future husband. Now back then, actually being husband and husband was but a distant dream. But I was telling my friend what I think, I've met the one. I've met the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. As Stuart, it felt as if we had already known each other forever. Our commitment to love unconditionally and our dedication to honesty and integrity together, these have made all the difference. 
I love how 25 years ago, in the sweltering heat of southern India, we bought rings outside of Vishnu Temple, and then on a city bus, exchanged them for the first time. I love how you cook my auntie's traditional Lunar New Year dishes that make our family gathering smell like home. I love trying new foods and restaurants with you, whether it's the night market in Taiwan on the other side of the world, or the new vendor at Alamany Farmers Market right in our neighborhood here in the city. Now, maybe I don't love Bette Midler quite as much as you do, and maybe you don't love Stevie Nicks quite as much as I do, but that sure keeps life interesting. I love how you will sit with me for hours in the freezing cold in a mountain Zen temple in Japan. I immediately knew you were great with parents, but it wasn't until later in life that I learned what a great caregiver you would be to my mom, holding her hand on the last day of her life. I cherish our wonderful extended chosen family both near and far. Wherever you are, that's my home. I love being married to you. I love being married to you so much. And we love this city and feel deeply connected to it. And this beautiful building, this chapel of love and equality. February 2004 changed our lives forever in ways we never could have foreseen. We found our voice to share the truth of our lives. And the love stories that came out of City Hall 20 years ago opened hearts and changed minds all around this world. And as we rekindle together the feelings of February 2004, and you and I exchange our personal vows, let us all together make a communal vow to always stand up for the freedom and the love, the happiness, and the dignity and equality of all LGBTQ people in the world. Will you say, I do? I do. Thank you. Wow. Same-sex couples are so much more fun. <laughs> All right, now John, will you continue to have Stuart as your spouse and continue to live in this marriage? I will, I will, I will, I will. Of course you will, he's so cute. Do you reaffirm your commitment to have and to hold for better or for worse, for richer or for poor in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish? as long as you both shall live. I do. And to you, Stuart, will you continue to have John as your spouse and continue to live in this marriage? I've thought about it for 37 years. I will. Yes. Yeah. Do you reaffirm your commitment to have and to hold for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish as long as you both shall live? I do, I do, I do indeed. It is with pleasure that I conclude the ceremony of renewing the vows of marriage that join you and binds you as spouses.
by the virtue of the authority vested in me, by the state of California and the city and county of San Francisco, I now again pronounce you husbands for life. You may kiss your husband. Love wins, yes! And Mayor Breed, Stewart said you always remember your first. We have a question for you. Yes. Will you be our Valentine? Oh my goodness, yes, I will be your Valentine. I love it. Thank you so much. And congratulations. All right. Ooh, my heart's about to explode. All this love and joy. And now we have another amazing couple today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. This is so exciting. Are you super excited? Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. Well, shoot, you can't top that last one. That was so good, right? That's okay, you look good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as I mentioned before, Suzanne Ford is the executive director for SF Pride and she does an amazing job during Pride Month in San Francisco in June helping to host the amazing parade activities and other events. So, of course, we, I'm, I am so proud to be here to celebrate this occasion and to bring you both together again. So thank you so much. Are we ready? All right. Suzanne and Beverly, it is a pleasure to share today's wonderful occasion with you. Many people believe that entering into marriage is the final step in a romantic relationship. A couple meets, they get to know each other, they fall in love, they decide, they want to spend their lives together. <laughs> you want to say that? Then someone transitions. Yes. And then they take the final step to marriage, but marriage is hardly a final step in a couple's relationship. Rather, it is the beginning of a grand adventure. You've been through so many challenging times together and love continues to win each and every time. You have shared the joys, blessings, and challenges of married life. And today you want to reconfirm your commitment to working together and ensuring your marriage blossoms for years to come. May this renewal of vows remind you that despite those life's challenges, your love, your respect, your trust and understanding of each other will continue to grow and heighten your joy of living. All right, here we go. Suzanne, will you continue to have Beverly as your spouse and continue to live in this marriage? I will. Do you reaffirm your commitment to have and to hold for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish as long as you both shall live? I do. 
and Miss Beverly. Will you continue to have Suzanne as your spouse and continue to live in this marriage? I will. Do you reaffirm your commitment to have and to hold for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish as long as you both shall live? I do. Yes, I love it. Now it is with pleasure that I conclude the ceremony of renewing the vows of marriage that join you and binds you as spouses. Please celebrate this renewal of values, of vows. Before we do the kiss, I want to say by the virtue of the authority vested in me by the state of California and by the city of San Francisco, I now pronounce you spouses for life. You may kiss. Love wins again. You get a marriage, you get a marriage, you get a marriage. Everybody gets a marriage. Did you just say Beyonce? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, and congratulations again. So I want to thank each and every one of you for coming here today. We have a number of people who will be performing ceremonies all throughout the day, and so we're grateful to see the beautiful couples. You look like you're waiting for me to give you, to marry you, to pull you together. This is, this is your first marriage? Yes, is this your first marriage too? This your first marriage? Yes, we're gonna be marrying some people today. We had the renewals and then we're gonna have the, the, the new generation of marriages to just really commemorate this occasion. So on behalf of the city and county of San Francisco, our amazing uh, courageous couples and so many of our elected leadership that are joining us here today, happy Valentine's Day and thank you for commemorating the 20th year of same-sex marriage right here in San Francisco City Hall. Thank you.